Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Time Out. It's me, Maya. First of all, I have really been enjoying telling you guys about my day. I don't know if you guys enjoy it, but I do. So today I went and I sat in one of my friend's backyards. Oh, I just cracked my knuckle. And we ordered McFlurries and chicken nuggets. And we went for a little walk. Um, and then I came home. I made muffins like probably 15 minutes ago and I really wanted them to be good and I thought they were going to be really good and then they were bad and they were bitter and tasted like bread instead of like muffins so it was pretty disappointing. Um, okay anyway today I'm here with my friend Julia. Um, she's one of my oldest friends from camp. She lives over in New York so we're doing this from zoom so hopefully everything sounds okay um but she has a lot more boyfriend experience than i do um the other day we were on the phone and this is actually how we got the idea um she was telling me how she's been quarantined with her boyfriend and she's always felt weird about pooing in front of her boyfriend and now they've been quarantined together for like two three weeks um, and she hasn't been able to poo the entire time. So this spiraled into a conversation about um, like kind of what it's like to be the girl in a relationship, how there's this set of rules and expectations that only exists, <clears throat> sorry, my voice is acting weird, only exists for the girl in the relationship that the boy would never have to deal with um, and how it's just a totally different experience. I mean. We haven't been the boy in the relationship, but we know that there is a lot to manage as the girl, um, a lot of stereotypes about what it means to be the girl in a relationship. And I don't know, we just wanted to have an honest conversation about it. Um, so this is gonna be a little bit different than what I normally talk about, but I thought it would be fun and light and yeah, just be a fun conversation. So here's Julia. That was the best intro I could have ever imagined. So thank you. Okay, Julia, welcome to the show. Um, everyone obviously doesn't know anything about Julia. I know a lot. These stories are all repetitive for me, but you guys don't know anything about her. So Julia, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Tell us about some of your crazy stories about your rebellious side. Let's hear it. Yeah, I mean, I think I definitely am rebellious. Um, you wouldn't think that about me when you first meet me. Like, I'm a pretty sweet girl. Um, I do really well in school. Um, I don't even think I give off that vibe, but then there's something inside of me that just really makes me disobey my parents. And a lot of it just has to do with, like, Sometimes I really want to be with Peyton, my boyfriend, and my parents don't let me, so I have no choice but to sneak out. Um, or, like, for example, one time I got this idea in my head that I really wanted to buy a tent from a store and set up the tent and go up on my roof and sleep in the tent. And so one night Peyton and I went to REI, some, like, camping store, um, Peyton wasn't really into it, so I had to pay the $100 on my mom's credit card, but she never found out, thank God. And I bought the tent, 
we, thanks to camp, which I went to with Maya, I was able to sort of know how to set up a tent. And the weird part about a tent is that, like, they have these pegs you have to peg into the ground, like the grass, like the mud. And we were just lucky enough that the tiles on my roof were exactly placed away from each other that we could peg them, like, into the cracks and then, like, push chairs against it so that it stayed up. And then um, we actually slept on my tent, in the tent on the roof, and later on found out that if anyone had caught us, we probably would have been kicked out of the building. So for legal purposes, this whole story was a joke. (laughs) Okay, but it's not just Peyton that you've been rebellious with. This has been occurring in all your relationships that you've ever been in, correct? Yeah, I think I started sneaking out. I was with my first boyfriend, Michael, and... Um, I figured out that if I come home at curfew, say goodnight to my parents, and then leave again, their guards are down, they're ready to go to sleep, they know I'm home. And so I just come home at curfew, leave again, and I just stuck out and like was in Michael's bed. But one night they noticed that he, I wasn't home, and I got a call at 3 a.m., and they asked where I was. And I actually was supposed to go to a music festival with all my friends, and I had to sell my ticket because I got grounded, and that really sucked. But Again, these, for some reason, these consequences haven't stopped me yet. Um, at the beginning of quarantine, I found out that there was a shelter-in-place warning, and I couldn't imagine being without Peyton. So I got in his car. We drove up to Long Island, and my parents were like, what are you doing? Come home. They threatened to call the cops on me, and I wouldn't come home. Eventually, they talked to Peyton's parents, and I had to go home, but... But they're back together, so <laughs> do what Julia does and it will all work out for you. Yep, that's the moral of the story. One time, my mom like bought these new like Havana flip-flops, like gold flip-flops, and I wore them to the movies. And you know, like if you're a normal girl, you don't keep your shoes on during the movie, you throw them off. They like naturally and... slip off your feet. Yeah. And so I guess I just forgot them after the movie. And I walked home barefoot. And guys, she was high. She's not that stupid. <laughs> I think I was just drunk. Anyway, this I didn't know how big of a deal it was, but my mom like asked any one of my mom's friends, asked one of her cousins, asked one of her cousins removed. They'll know about these flip-flops because she did not know where they went. It was a mysterious case of the missing flip-flops. Where could they have gone? And I lose a lot of her things, so she accused me. And I was like, oh, what? You think I lost your shoes? You think I went somewhere, took off your shoes, and then walked home barefoot? Like, and so after that manipulative question, she never accused me again, luckily. But in fact, I did walk somewhere and take off my shoes and walk home barefoot. Phenomenal story. Okay, let's end this off with the elevator story. Yeah, so this year on my birthday... Um, my parents went away for the weekend and I was allowed to like, hang out with my friends, but nobody was allowed to like be in my house for like a party. But of course, I didn't really want to listen to that because that sounded lame. So I invited a lot of people over for the party. Then for some reason during the party, people wanted to go to my roof. So I said, okay, let's all go. Let's get in the elevator. Um, so 15 of us got in the elevator. My elevator is about like 
imagine like four like small square tiles like four by four so we were squished like you couldn't breathe in there and of course second we got into the elevator and it closed it wouldn't move anymore and we were stuck and of course we had to like call like the fire department and finally they let us out um, my parents were called, and I got in huge trouble. I was supposed to go to Japan over March break, and that was canceled. Luckily, March break didn't happen because of coronavirus. So, luckily, yeah. So, not luckily, but the point is, I didn't actually have to face that consequence, which is unfortunate for me because I should probably learn to stop being so rebellious. Um. Julia, do you want to give us a little background on the poo story? Yeah, basically, like like any girl, why would I ever do that when I'm hanging out with my boyfriend, right? But then we start hanging out for, like, days, and then we start hanging out for weeks, and this past time we hung out for 11 days, and that's a long time. So um, eventually I realized, you know, like, maybe I need to. And so we went to go get some coffee because eventually I had to tell him that this was something that I needed to do. And um, he was really nice about it. So he went and got us coffee on him. And um, we even, um, you know, went for a run outside in the backyard at night. It was like super late. Yeah, it, it didn't help me. And, but yeah, I guess like the powers of me not wanting to do it in front of my boyfriend, like kind of beat everything else. Um, but yeah, it was definitely difficult coming out to him and telling him that, <laughs> and like, you know, talking about this, but it's just weird because when you're living with someone, it's something you need to like deal with, you know? On the opposite side, like, do you feel like your boyfriend would have any problems pooing at your house? Like, he, I would say Peyton is more insecure and, like, than other guys about this, for sure. And, but, like, even he, like, it's not a big deal for him. Um, but I do, like, know other guys who are like, oh, yeah, like, we're going to take a shit. Like, even my brother, his group of friends at school, like, they just have, like, a schedule where they go take a shit together. Like, that's just what guys do together, you know? Yeah, and I just don't think girls have the same experience. For sure. And I feel like girls are like that with other similar things. Like I know a lot of girls who are um, like weird about what they eat in front of their boyfriends. Um, Like they feel like if they eat certain foods, like their boyfriends will think they're gross. Okay, now Julia's boyfriend Peyton is coming in because he's here. Um, Do you think that like shitting at your boyfriend's house should be taboo? Look, I... If you got to do it, you got to do it. I don't want to have to know about it, per se. Like, what if we need but to go like, get coffee? A, it's a bodily function. I understood that you were with me for a while, and I tend to do it pretty much every day. You do? Yeah. So what? Yeah, at least when once, do you do at it? At least once a day. Like, maybe after dinner sometimes? It's like, it always depends. Sometimes I hold it in. Are you, like, embarrassed about it? Do you ever no. get stressed about it? In school, I'm on a schedule, definitely. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm talking about when you're with me. Do you get stressed about it? If you were it? at no. Julia's house, not for, like, a sleepover or anything, just for the okay. day. Okay, like, like just for the day, I would try to hold it in. Okay. 
So it's not. If I couldn't, I, if I couldn't, I wouldn't though. Like I would just go. I'd maybe try to get to a bathroom that isn't used that often. They have a bathroom like in the living room kind of that people don't seem to use that much. It's like right out the elevator. So like I'd maybe go to that one. Have you ever done it? Yeah. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I didn't know that. For me, like something inside me just won't let me do it when I'm with him. Do you guys think that it ruins the spark talking about poo? Everyone does it. Like, Peyton's always been one to talk about, like, pubes and stuff, so, like... Like, I'd prefer not to, but it's a bodily function, like... Like, for a really long time... (laughs) For a really long time, I never even considered the fact that girls probably shit, but, you know, obviously they do... Like, I don't around you. Obviously they do, so who cares? Like, when you eat food, it's gotta come out. What about in front of one another? No. Oh, we actually recently... Okay, so basically, in quarantine, I don't get to see any of my girlfriends, right? And as all the girls listening know, when you're at a party and you're drinking and you're drunk and you have to pee, you don't... You never go alone. You're like, I have to pee, let's go. Even if you went two minutes ago because your other friend had to pee, all the girls, like, go in the bathroom and that's... Arguably the best part of the party. When I'm hanging out with Peyton and we're getting drunk in quarantine, and, like, one time, like, we even had a moshka with me, him, and my brothers. Like, it sometimes it feels like we're at a party, honestly. So, sometimes I will just be like, I have to pee. Like, come with me. And he thinks it's the weirdest thing ever because I'm a girl, and obviously it's normal that I need my friends to come pee with me. And he's like, no, I don't like the way that pee sounds when it hits the toilet when it's coming from a girl. Like, it sounds different from when it's coming from a guy. And, like, it is true. But, like, I personally think that when it comes from a guy, it sounds way, like, louder and weirder because it's from a distance. It's, like, from a distance. Girls are closer. When girls pee, it sounds like diarrhea. So, Jules, do you have any stories about a time that you felt, like, taken advantage of in a relationship? Hmm. Well, I just feel like the whole, like, when a guy will get with you, it's, like, good for them. And when I get with a guy, it's, like, me having to play it right to, in terms of, like, what people are going to say in, like, my social standing and, like, whether people are going to say, like, I did it too soon, I did it too late, um, I'm a slut, I'm a prude. Like, whereas, like, guys, it's just, like, if you – if you bag the girl, it's good. It's pretty simple for girls. Yeah. It's a lot more complicated for girls. Like no Yeah, and like you think that would end if you're in a relationship, but it doesn't. People still talk about like when you guys first like had sex and all that. And like um, for example, like my brother's friends call my boyfriend what are they called? The plumber. Because why? He lays down the pipe. Like, they say that to my brother. I'm like, we're dating, right? So, like, why? Like, that's a little disrespectful to me. But, like, I'm not, like, honestly, I've gotten over the whole, like, what my brother's friends say. Like, I don't care. I'm graduating. But, like, yeah, sure. Like, it's a little disrespectful to me. And, like, I'm sorry that I'm having sex with my boyfriend. Like, (laughs) like, I can't believe people would say that. My friends aren't going to, like do that to me yeah a girl, like a girl's friends would never like judge a guy for anything like that like doing anything too soon 
Yeah, the sooner the better for guys. For girls, it's like, when is the right time? Is there a right time? It's a lot more pressure for sure. But I do think that the key for girls is not to think, when is the right time? How do I do everything right? How do I get people to not judge me? The key is to realize and truly believe like that you don't care what people think. And if you're going to let yourself get pushed around by that stuff, then no matter what you do, it's wrong. And if you just do what you want to do, then you'll be doing the right thing. Wise words, Jules. Thanks, Maya. Um, what about in like a fight with a guy? Have you ever felt like, like they didn't understand you because you were a girl or like felt like they were judging you, like specifically being like, oh, of course you feel like that. Like you're a girl. You're so emotional, stuff like that. Yeah, I definitely, I actually like sometimes do it to myself. Like I'll see things on TikTok. I'll see things on Instagram of like, oh, how to deal with a girl when she's, you know, like being crazy or like girls even saying like, oh, I'll be like so anxious or crazy about things. And then in a, in a fight or when I'm mad, I can literally see the boy side of it before. And like, I don't want to sound like that. You know, I don't want to sound like a sensitive girl or like a crazy girlfriend. And that like stereotype really just like gets in the way of being able to like communicate because you're always thinking about how you sound and you know that the guy is also thinking about that too because guys always like I hear how guys talk to each other about like you know when guys get married and the girl's always going to be complaining about things or how your girlfriend is always like you know anxious about this or jealous about this like as much as I don't want to be that girl sometimes there are important things that do come up and having that in my head and like how guys talk to each other in my head really gets in the way of that. I wish it just didn't exist. So I didn't have to think about it. Yeah. And I feel like since like guys already have that mindset, like girls are crazy and dramatic, whatever, like you do the smallest thing and like they start thinking of you that way. And like you hear guys like throwing around all the time, like this girl's a psycho, this girl's crazy, but like you never hear girls saying that about guys and like there are crazy guys, like that's not why. It's just because guys like have the idea in their mind that girls are going to go crazy and then once they do the smallest thing, like they start to overanalyze it and like put a label on it in a way that girls wouldn't do because like we don't have that preconceived mindset, you know? Mm-hmm. And especially like, when a guy finds out you're on your period, nothing you say can be taken seriously anymore because, sure. oh, she's just on her period. And even, I don't even take myself seriously. And I, I have a lot of trouble knowing, like, wait, am I being crazy about this or is this something valid? And it's hard to know sometimes. When you get so used to other people, like, not valuing what you say and other people calling you crazy and acting like you don't make any sense like you start to think that about yourself and like that's so dangerous to think that way about yourself like you have to be able to trust what you're feeling and not call yourself crazy so um so like my boyfriend likes to (laughs) get with his sister's friends right and he used to before we were dating yeah yeah he used to do it before we were dating like she would just go to sleep and then he'd like get with her friend which is like fine She's a year younger, by the way, so it's not, like, super weird, a little weird, Um, but, like, cool, whatever, but, like, 
sometimes like me and him were talking for a little while, you know, like and hooking up, but like friends, but not dating. And like while that happened, he got with one of his sister's friends. And now I'm in his house currently and she is like in the next room, maybe listening to me to speak right now. Present moment tea. Yeah. And like I wasn't always here, like I just got here. So he was like alone in this house with her. And you know, like I don't know. I think that any girl or guy would be super like uncomfortable in that situation just because like I know he's like making TikToks with her and stuff. I'm like I trust him a lot, but like I don't like it. And at the same time, like I'm getting my period right now. So maybe that's why, right? And ha- like for girls, like the struggle of when you're upset about something, having to ask yourself why I'm upset about something. And I know like that's something that you've talked about in some of your other podcasts is like when there's something bothering you and then like the double like addition of why is this bothering me? What's wrong with me? And like, that's something that girls relationships have to deal with because guys will always like blame it on them being crazier, them being on their period and stuff like that. Okay. Ready for embarrassing story time? Yeah. So this is with my first boyfriend and basically uh we were like hanging out and I just went to the bathroom and he was like chilling in his bed and when I went to the bathroom I obviously wanted to like make sure my boobs look good so I like did that thing where you like pull up your boobs all girls know what I'm talking about so it's fine and but I guess like the the door was reflective so like I came back I was like hey and he was like for a while just kind of like talk to me and then like after like a long time finally admitted that he saw and he was like I know you did in there and like I was like younger so it was like really super embarrassing because you know like I didn't want anyone to know that like my boobs don't naturally just go up like that everyone wants the illusion of naturally scooped boobs mm-hmm. yes yeah, scooped I know I've heard a lot of phrases for that I've heard like it, like, rhymed with scooped. It was, like, I forget the phrase, actually. <laughs> Honestly, what, wait, what is the phrase? It's, like, okay, I'll remember it another time, maybe. <laughs> so, basically, like, one of my boyfriends, we were kind of, like, just having problems. Like, we were working through them. But we were talking at 3 a.m. one night, and I, I mean, he sleeps in the same room as his brother, and so we were just talking, and, like, we were, like, literally, like, really close to breaking up. Like, I think we did break up that night. And um, talking about being friends with benefits. And his brother at 3 a.m., like, sort of woke up and heard it. And so then after, you know, those awkward fights and stuff, like, eventually I went back to his house. And the first thing that happened when I got to his house is his brother screaming for the whole family to hear, oh, hello, Mrs. Friends with Benefits. Oh, <laughs> What's it like when you guys broke up? How were those few days? And then it was just really awkward for me. But I roasted him back by saying, are those new shorts? Because he's been wearing the same shorts for a really long time. Okay, guys. I I think that's all. We got the full inside scoop on the relationship. Thank you, Jules. And thank you to her boyfriend, Peyton, who we got to see a little bit of. Um... Thank you, guys. No problem. Thanks for having Our us. Our pleasure. Um, I we're huge fans. 
Yeah, they're huge fans of the podcast. They're my <laughs> number one, number one fans. Um, anyway, I hope that you guys are all doing great. Everyone's staying healthy and happy. Um, I hope that um, everyone is enjoying the nicer weather, if it's nicer where you guys are. Um, but again, thank you so much for listening and I hope you guys are all doing awesome. See you later.